0: Welcome in to another solo edition of MCM Radio. I am your host, Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. You can also see all of our work at musicmiracles.com where we are about to have a really fun week and hopefully a really fun few weeks as the Titans enter the playoff run. Uh, yesterday, they were able to go to Houston and take care of business, being the Texans 35-14 to 14. Um, It was a win and end game for the Titans. Now it turned out that the result of their game didn't actually matter um, because there was a scenario at eight and eight where if the Steelers and the Colts both lost their games yesterday on Sunday the Titans would still get in and that was what happened. But the Titans didn't want to mess around with all that so they went ahead and took care of business and won the game. It was a really fun game. Um, A little bit nerve-wracking in the beginning when AJ McCarron and the Texans backups go right down the field and get a touchdown. It was the Texans only Opening drive touchdown of the entire year, so um, you know we were getting a little bit, a little bit uneasy after that one. But um, turned out that was just kind of a blip. The, the defense kind of struggled most of the day, but was back to more of the bend but don't break style that we've seen from this defense at times. When they were good, um, we've seen them be bad for the most part for the last few weeks. But. Um, you know, with with how many injuries they have, especially in the secondary, uh, I think that's just how it's going to be for the rest of this year. They're going to have to find ways to get by um, scoring points, you know, out, outscoring other teams. And they've been able to do that uh, through the stretch run, which has been really fun, uh, unlike most Titans teams that we've seen here over the years so um, you know you, you have a lot of confidence in, in this offense but things are shaky with the defense hopefully they get Dory Jackson back this week um, you know he hasn't practiced in, in a few weeks um, but said you know he's trending in the right direction last week so hopefully uh, you know just kind of holding him out for one more week of rest they could get him back that would be a huge bump um, a huge help against the Patriots that, that you know who's, who's coming up this next week um, it was like I said, it was a really fun game. Uh, Derrick Henry gets the rushing title. There was the um, you know he said or he, yeah he said after the game that Mike Vrabel told him on the sideline he had two more carries to get it. Um, you know needed something like 11 yards uh, when he took that last carry ends up going 53 yards scoring a touchdown. You know, to kind of put a, an exclamation point on the rushing title. And, and you got to keep in mind that Derrick Henry did that in 15 games because he sat out week 16 against the Saints and, you know, was obviously hurt in Oakland, was obviously hurt in the home game against the Texans. So, really a remarkable season from Derrick Henry. And, you know, the big question for for this team in the offseason is going to be what they do with Derrick Henry. I don't see any way you can not re-sign that guy. I don't know if you saw his interview after the game with Tracy Wolfson from CBS, where he thanks his teammates. He thanks the people in the cafeteria at the facility. He thanks the people that clean the building. I mean, he's just that type of guy. Um, if you saw the interviews with him, you know, last week when it was determined that he wasn't going to play, and then, you know, he was asked before the game this week if the week of rest did him any good, and, you know, just the. Anger in his eyes um, when he was asked about, you know, not being able to play and that kind of stuff. He just—he's a guy that wants to get out there and compete, and then that's what he cares about is playing football. And so, it's—it's it's really fun to see. Um, it seems like there are fewer and fewer of those guys, and Derrick Henry is definitely, definitely one of those guys. Now, you don't overpay for a guy like Derrick Henry. You don't overpay for a running back that you just gave 300 plus carries to, um, because we know that the lifespan on those guys is short. Um, And that, you know, not to say that he's going to fall off a cliff in 2020, but there will come a point where that second gear that he's had that, you know, results of these long runs once he gets in the open field, there will come a point where he he won't have that anymore. Um, And history tells us with running backs that that will be sooner rather than later. But again, with all that being said, you, you have to bring him back. You have to. You have to find out some way. Figure out some way to get him back on this team. He's a heart and soul of this offense. Um, you know, the, the, it's run through him. Um, obviously, Ryan Tannehill has, has been great. Talk more about him in just a sec. But. They got to have Derrick Henry. It's not the same team without him. So I'm I'm hoping they can come up with a deal. I mean, even if it's something I don't, you know, the Ezekiel Elliott deal was was really big for running back. Um, but it, it, if they can find something that's a little bit short of that, um, give him a lot of money in these next couple of years, and then you know, if that if that fall off does happen. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't kill you from a salary cap perspective in a couple of years. Um, something like that. That they, they gets a bunch of money now too. So I, I think that's what we'll be looking at. I think that's what John Robinson uh, and the group will be looking to do this offseason. Ryan Tannehill once again was just fantastic. Um, you know, and listen, we've given John Robinson heat at times um, because there, there have been some big misses from him, but he's he's got to be NFL executive of the year. Um, with what he did to bring Ryan Tannehill here to to make that trade, to get them to pay the majority of his salary this year. Um, You know, and at the time, him being, you know, Marcus Mariota insurance um, in case of an injury. Didn't know that it would play out this way, but, you know, here we are. He's 13 of 20 yesterday, uh, 198 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, didn't get sacked, Um, you know, just – Really, really good once again. And again, you're talking about contract decisions that they're going to have to make. Um, You you know, that's one right there. Uh, You you cannot afford to let him leave. Um, I don't. It's tough because, you know, this is this right now is is kind of his outlier season. And you can make all the excuses or or whatever for the things that happened when he was in Miami with Adam Gase. I mean, all those things are true. Um, But, you know, it's a little bit scary to see uh, such a small sample size from a guy. But. That's not that's not me saying you don't pay him because you absolutely do. You you can't have this amount of success. You can't have what I think is the best offense that this franchise has had since they've been here. Um, you you can't have that and just let it walk out the door for nothing. So um, I think you absolutely uh, have to re-sign him and you, you get a deal again that that gives him a, gives him a lot of money in the next couple of years um, and then you can make a, a decision again down the road on that if it if it doesn't. You know, go the way that it does. And, and listen, even if he has regression from what he's been um, you, you can't expect him to, to be what he's been long term because that's like, you know, all-time great quarterback but even if he has a little bit of regression, he's still really, really daggum good. Um, so that's been really fun to watch. A.J. Brown, you know, talking about things that are fun to watch. My gosh, I mean, 1,000 yards as a rookie. Um, it was really cool that Marcus Mariota got to throw him the pass. They got him over 1,000 yards after the scene earlier in the year where A.J. Brown was was literally crying in the locker room because he thought he didn't do enough to help Marcus be successful. Um, so that was cool. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the motivation was there. I, we'll never get a straight answer on that. If it was just to let Marcus throw him that pass, he get over over 1,000 yards. Cards, or if it was to give the Patriots something to think about with Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill both on the field at the same time. Sorry, Tannehill, both on the field at the same time. Um, either way, it, it was a, it was a cool deal and um, something that was that was good to see. It, my opinion: AJ Brown is absolutely rookie offensive rookie of the year. Uh, you know, the only really other guy. Well, I guess you got two other guys in consideration there: Kyler Murray and Josh Jacobs. Um, but with Josh Jacobs not being able to finish this season, he just doesn't have the numbers um, that AJ Brown does. And then Look, Kyler Murray was was fine enough. Um, You know, you've seen the stats of the Cardinals' offensive improvement from last year to this year. Uh, That's all great. The Cardinals sucked last year. So, I mean, improving that offense is is not anything that was, you know, some, like, hallmark achievement. They they were really bad last year. They had nowhere to go but up. So um, I I think A.J. Brown will win it, and I think he should, and that will be cool. And uh, just fun to see a Titans rookie receiver – come in with all the hype that he that he got through the through the offseason through training camp and all that stuff and to see him actually live up to it in his rookie year well i mean that's, that's just it's it's unbelievable um it, it's something that i honestly never thought that i would see from this franchise just because of the bad luck that they've had with receivers so um again this team is just it's fun man and, and that's why i'm just so happy for them happy for us too obviously but happy for them that they get they get to be in the playoffs because I think, you know, the Steelers obviously had a really good defense and they did a lot with all the injuries and stuff that they suffered this year. But there's no way you can look at the teams that were, you know, kind of had a shot at that last wild card spot this last weekend, the Titans, the Steelers, and, and the Raiders had some crazy scenario where they could have gotten in. Um, there's, there's no way you can look at those three teams and not absolutely say right now that the Titans are the best of those three. Um, so it, it was cool to see them, see them, Go down there and take care of business. It was cool to to see them do that, and not have to back in with the other losses and that kind of stuff. Not that it, I mean, you know, you're in, you're in. It doesn't matter necessarily how you get there, um, but but good to see them be able to go down there and, and go to Houston and take care of business. So, um, you know, that set up a scenario that we didn't necessarily think much about heading into the day, but with the results of the early games and, and how they played out, uh, the Titans now travel to New England, which wasn't necessarily on my radar of things that I was thinking could happen. Um, So coming up, I'll talk a little bit about that. Not any huge preview at this point, but just kind of some initial thoughts that I had on the Titans making the trip to Foxborough for wildcard weekend. All right, so yeah, like I said, I mean, all week, the scenario that I had been thinking about was the Titans going to Kansas City. Because, you know, if you're following this stuff closely, for the Patriots to end up being the three seed, which is what they are, they had to lose to the Dolphins and the Chiefs had to beat the Chargers. No big surprise the Chiefs beat the Chargers. That's kind of what we were expecting to happen. And, you know, honestly here we were more keeping an eye on that Chiefs-Chargers thing from a Texans perspective because if the Chiefs won that game, the Texans were locked in as the four seed. They couldn't go up to three. If the Chargers would have beaten the Chiefs and the Texans would have beaten the Titans – and the Texans could have been the three seed. So that's kind of what we were looking at heading into the weekend because the Patriots are playing the Dolphins, right? No reason to think that they wouldn't be able to, to, to beat the Dolphins. Well, turns out the Dolphins, you know, knock off the Patriots. A um, little Ryan fits magic there at the end uh, to give the Patriots the win. And so now the Titans are traveling to New England. Look, you know, I, I've gone back and forth on this as far as what I think is a better scenario for the Titans Uh, going to New England or going to Kansas City. There's a part of me that obviously says, you look at those teams, the Patriots and the Chiefs right now, and it it seems pretty obvious that the Chiefs are the better team. So from that standpoint, it's, uh, it's an advantage for the Titans to be going to Foxborough instead of going to Kansas City. But at the same time, Tom Brady is still the quarterback of the Patriots. Bill Belichick is still the coach of the Patriots. And how many times throughout the years have we seen the Patriots not be at their best heading into the playoffs, and then turn it on because they're the Patriots. That's what they do in the playoffs. Now, this this is different, and that's what I keep you know telling myself is this is different. This this team, those those other Patriots teams, kind of had a, a a fall off or you know whatever a weak point middle of the season or kind of at the beginning, and then came on and were building going into the playoffs. That's not the case with this team this year. They've lost two of their last three. They've lost a couple of games at home, which they don't ever do. Um, so, I mean, the, this Patriots team is different. Their offense has not been good all year long. They have struggled. Um, the thing that really kept them going early in the year was that their defense was playing, you know, at some ridiculous pace. That you know, if you if you play fantasy football, you know that if you had the Patriots defense or you faced the Patriots defense in those first four, five, six weeks, they they were winning weeks for people because they were you know getting at least a touchdown a game, sometimes a couple. Um, you know, and everybody was talking about it, was that sustainable and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, it wasn't. That, w- that wasn't against very good competition. But, again, this is the Patriots. This is the playoffs. It's in Foxborough. It's, on a, it's a night game on Saturday night. Like, all those things are very real things that the Titans have to face. So, you know, that was kind of the, the debate for me was which one's better, playing the Patriots or playing the Chiefs. Like I said, on paper with the 2019 teams, uh, I think the Patriots are the, are the better matchup for the Titans, but it still just scares me with all the other things that you have going on around the Patriots. This is going to be a really interesting game because, you know, obviously the Titans, the Patriots came to Nashville last year, and the Titans dusted them. I mean, it, was, it, wasn't, even a, it wasn't even a close game. Um, but, you know, these teams, they, the personality standpoint, they know each other really well. Uh, The Patriots were here for a couple of days uh, during training camp. They did practices against each other. Um, Obviously, Vrabel played for Belichick. Vrabel and Brady are good friends. I mean, you know, all the stuff that's been talked about, you you may or may not remember that Tom Brady brought – Mike Vrabel a little trophy at the I think at the beginning of the second day or maybe the first day of, of those joint workouts for you know the Titans win over over the Patriots last year kind of mocking him there so you know the Titans are going to get their chance to, to to beat him in a game that really matters this year and like I said that the Patriots offense is not as good as it has been Tom Brady is not as good as he has been which is to be expected but at the same time you, you've got a you now have a Titans defense that is banged up. Hopefully they get Dory Jackson back, but that secondary is not going to have Malcolm Butler. Um, you know they're 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 without Cameron Wake, a guy they signed to, to help the pass rush. They've had trouble with the pass rush for the majority of the year, um, and we just if if Brady can sit back there and get comfortable, he can still find guys. He can still hurt you, and they just that. They've been a dink and dunk offense all year, and it just seems like the Titans have had so much trouble throughout the years with those types of offenses. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I like their chances. Maybe that's me, you know, being optimistic. Maybe that's me being crazy. And I'll probably, you know, as this week goes on, there'll be a lot of ups and downs on how good or bad I feel about this game. But the Titans opened as a, I think a four and a half point underdog in New England. Um, so listen, that that. Tells you that Vegas thinks that these two teams are pretty even, um, because typically lines, you know, you get a three-point bump for being at home. Um, so basically, that says on a neutral site that Vegas thinks the Titans are a point and a half uh, worse than than the Patriots. So I mean, that's that's close, you know. And a lot of there's a lot of factors, a lot of things that can come into a game when you have teams that are that that closely matched. So. We'll see. Um, a lot of stuff to get to throughout the week. Um, a lot of, like I said, there'll be a lot on Vrabel versus Belichick and all those things. We'll, we'll see so much. I mean, that storyline will get beat to death. The fact that Vrabel played for the for the Patriots. We'll see a million highlights this week of you know Tom Brady throwing touchdown passes to Mike Vrabel. Um, the the media is going to run that into the ground. Because it's, I mean, it looks it's a neat story. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not, but it's something that we're going to get sick of as the week goes on because they're just going to show it over and over. I, I like, look, as I sit here right now recording this at you know 11:30 on Monday morning, I, I like the Titans' chances. I think this is this is the best chance they've had as a team heading into the playoffs in, in years. I mean, now obviously, they don't make the playoffs that often. But if you think back to a couple of years ago when they went to Kansas City and won, uh, you knew they had no chance going to New England. I mean, we, we tried to, you know, kid ourselves into, well, if this happens, and this happens, and this happens, the Titans could go to, to New England and win. But, you know, if you were being honest with yourself, you knew the Titans had no shot to go up there and win that game. They ended up getting blown out. Um, I don't think that's the case this time. I think the Titans have a very good shot. I think that the Patriots are going to put up some points, even though they've struggled to do that this year. But I think the Titans' offense can match those things. And Listen, we know the story of Derrick Henry uh, when the weather gets cold and you know how much teams don't like tackling him. He looks healthy, which is a big thing for this team because they can't make a deep playoff run without Derrick Henry being healthy. He looked healthy. They, I mean, they handed him the ball 32 times against the Texans so they obviously as a team they had plenty of faith in his ability um, or I mean in his health so you know hopefully he comes out of yesterday's game no worse for that and is ready to go I mean I I'll give him a chance and then you know the next week he'd have Baltimore and that would be so much fun because we have seen so many times where the Titans were the number one seed, the Titans were the team to beat, and the Ravens came to Nashville and ended those dreams. It's happened you know, twice since the franchise has been here. So to, for the Titans to have a chance to kind of reverse that narrative, man, that would be awesome. That would be a fun week um, it, just to get that chance, like I said. And who knows? I mean, th- there's a lot of things that that go into those matchups, and, and the Ravens are really, really good. But we're getting ahead of ourselves with that. So, like I said, hey man, nine and seven again, which is obviously not exactly what they wanted. Um, didn't necessarily throughout the year go from good to great, which was kind of their mantra, or not kind of. It was definitely their mantra heading into the season. But you know, since Ryan Tannehill took over, they've been a great team, and they're they're heading into the to the playoffs hot, um, and. I don't know we've seen crazier things happen so it's gonna be fun it's again just fun to, to actually be in the playoffs to have football to talk about in January and again to have a team that you feel like has a chance to make a run that, that's the bigger thing because even though two years ago it was great to get in and that was fun and it had been so long and all those things you didn't feel like that team had much of a chance this one's got a chance not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl or whatever but that they've got a chance to make some noise in the playoffs. So it's going to be fun to watch. So, Like I said, keep it here with us. Um, we'll have plenty of podcasts this week getting ready, getting you ready for this game. Um, we'll have a ton of coverage at bcmiracles.com. So you can check us out there um, with all kinds of good stuff going up there about this matchup, about what the Titans accomplished this year um, as an offense. Because, I mean, when we when we step back and look at these numbers – it's gonna be crazy where they line up historically with this franchise Um, and to think that you know it was six games where they they really struggled um, for the most part offensively Uh, you know what what they did in the last 14 game, not 14 games, but they did in the last 10 games. It has just been remarkable. So plenty of that. Like I said, I'm on museummiracles.com. So check that out. Uh, we'll have a lot of stuff there. Again, follow me on Twitter at jmorrismcm. Uh, the, the Twitter for the site is at TitansMCM. So check that out as well. So thanks so much for listening. I'm really excited about this playoff run, and hopefully we got a couple more weeks of doing this stuff. So thanks so much for listening. Hope everybody has a happy new year, and we will talk to you very soon.